Good evening. Welcome to Mary, Queen of Peace Parish as we celebrate the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. A special welcome is extended to those who are visiting with us today and those who are returning home to our parish community. Because of the Delta variants community spread in Allegheny County and the latest recommendations from the CDC, we are asking parishioners and guests to please mask up again. For those who wish to continue physical distancing, you can be seated in the designated area of the church where the pews are marked with ribbons. Assisting us today as our lectors are Madonna Smith and Francis Casillo. Our altar server is Conrad Butler. Our interpreter is Scott Dougherty. Our cantor is me, Megan Quarter. Our organist is Bill Brinzer. And our celebrants are Father Daniel and Deacon Frank. Let us now stand, if you are able, to, for the entrance procession and join with each other in singing our opening hymn, Immaculate Mary, number 886, number 886. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. As we gather this evening to celebrate the life and love of God Almighty with us and for us, as we remember and celebrate the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God and our Mother known as the Immaculate Conception, where tonight we remember and celebrate where when she the Blessed Mother was conceived in, the, in her own mother's womb, Saint Anne. Again, we are remembering and celebrating the moment the Blessed Mother came into existence, when she was conceived in her mother's womb. The dawn of our salvation has broken upon us. So with this in mind, let us just pause and call to mind those times where we have made 
some wrong decisions, where we have made mistakes that hurt people. And for these times, let's just open ourselves up to God's healing, mercy, and compassion. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. the glory. 
Let us pray. O God, who by the immaculate conception of the Blessed Virgin prepared a worthy dwelling for your Son, grant, we pray, that as you preserved her from every stain by virtue of the death of your Son, which you foresaw, so through her intercession we too may be cleansed and admitted to your presence through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Please now be seated for readings from Sacred Scripture. A reading from the book of Genesis. After the man Adam had eaten of the tree, the Lord God called to the man and asked him, where are you? He answered, I heard you in the garden, but I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. Then he asked, who told you you were naked? You have eaten then from the tree of which I had forbidden you to eat. The man replied, the woman whom you put here with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and so I ate it. The Lord God then asked the woman, why did you do such a thing? The woman answered, the serpent tricked me into it, so I ate it. Then the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you shall be banned from all the animals and from all the wild creatures. On your belly shall you crawl and dirt shall you eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He will strike at your head. You will strike at his heel. The man called his wife Eve because she became the mother of all living things. The word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be to God. to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. Oh, sing a new song to the Lord, for he has worked wonders his right hand and his holy arm have brought salvation. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. The Lord has made known his salvation, has shown his deliverance to 
nations. He has remembered his merciful love and his truth for the house of Israel. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. All the ends of the earth have seen the salvation of our God. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, break forth into joyous song and sing out your praise. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Ephesians. Brothers and sisters, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavens as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish before him. In love, he destined us for adoption to himself through Jesus Christ, in accord with the favor of his will, for the praise of the glory of his grace that he granted us in the beloved. In him, we were also chosen, destined in accord with the purpose of the one who accomplishes all things according to the intention of his will, so that we might exist for the praise of his glory. We who first hoped in Christ. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory 
The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered the sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord will give him the throne of David, his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I have no relations with a man? The angel said to her in reply, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this the sixth month for her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to, to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. We have some really, really good people here at our parish of Mary, Queen of Peace, and you are many of those good people. Praise God. We all recognize that life isn't always easy. Life is difficult. Life is a struggle. And many of us, we have to recognize that a lot of it's about endurance <laughs> and uh, perseverance. And that's what we're doing. Sometimes we just got to grind away by the grace of God. And you're doing it. So praise God. This is part of it. You know, coming out in the cold, the dark night. You're doing it. You're opening yourself up to God, and you're engaging it. Praise God. That's a beautiful thing. I think we need to recognize what we're doing and, and the difficulties at times, you know? Some of us, like, we want to aspire to, you know, carry our crosses and everything, but sometimes the little crosses are the, the, the hardest to bear. Sometimes the, the crosses of just letting go, instead of holding on to things, letting them go is the hardest thing. Sometimes we just need to let go. And that's what really forgiveness is all about, letting go. So as we look to the Blessed Mother today, let's, let's think about what she did. And let's look to that first reading so beautifully proclaimed. It comes from the first book of the Bible. 
Genesis chapter 3. I trust many of us have read it and prayed over it, but I'm not sure if you know, Genesis chapter 3 is one of my favorite passages of the sacred scripture. Well, one verse or chapters 1 and 2 as well from Genesis because it really gives us a foundation uh, uh, of a lot of our theology, how we understand God and how we relate with God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, how we relate with love, God Almighty. Just take a look at it if you get a chance sometime this week. Genesis chapter 3. Please do so. But let's break open a little bit here. This is the fall of humanity. This is the sin of Adam and Eve. We just heard it. How grotesque it is. But yes, we just easily read it and heard it. But truly, how grotesque it truly was to distort all creation throughout every generation thereafter. Try to wrap your mind around how grotesque this sin, this rejection of God was. But what does God do when Adam and Eve reject him? Does he just wipe his hands with them or roll up the, the all of creation and say, I'm just going to start over, whatever? <laughs> or did he condemn us even? Did he refuse to, to do anything for us? Did he just absolutely just condemn us? He didn't do that either. What did he do? I think we fail to realize this too, that even in our sinfulness, what does God do for us? He comes looking for us with the words that he spoke to Adam and Eve. Where are you? Because when we sin, we run away from God. But God doesn't change. He hasn't changed from the moment you were created, from the moment I was created, from the moment he created this world. He hasn't changed. He's love and mercy and forgiveness, and he hasn't changed. <laughs> and he wants to offer us that same love, mercy, healing. And he's searching us out as he searched out Adam and Eve. But then what did he do? He recognized the sin, and we have to recognize it. He said, well, they, well I'm, I'm paraphrasing. You made some bad decisions, <laughs> to say the least. But let's, uh, let's deal now with the consequences. First off, you snake, the evil one, you're the serpent. You're going to be on your belly from here on out, eating dirt. But what else does he say? I will put enmity between you, meaning the devil, and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. God not only comes and searches out Adam and Eve, but he promises them redemption, victory, but he also recognizes the consequences of their actions and decisions and paraphrases, hey, again, you made some bad choices and we're going to deal with the consequences together. That's basically what he's saying right here. And I'm going to promise you that I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. Yes, a little vague, 
and it looks like it's a reference to Eve. I will put enmity between you and the woman. But no, as the scripture scholars reveal, in the light and the lens of Jesus Christ, it's a reference to our redemption in Jesus Christ. I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your offspring and hers. He's promising us redemption and victory even after, even in the midst of our, the consequences of sin. <laughs> he looks out, he's looking out for us. He's searching us out and offering us forgiveness and victory and redemption in his son and our savior, Jesus Christ. But what does he say first? I will put enmity between you and the woman, not Eve, but Mary. He's referring to the Blessed Mother. And enmity means total separation between you, evil, and the woman, Mary. I will put enmity, I will divide and separate you absolutely from evil and Mary. He announces, God announces our victory and redemption in Jesus Christ by first announcing the Immaculate Conception, the absolute separation of evil, sin, and the Blessed Mother Mary, the Immaculate Conception, the dawn of our salvation, who by her choice, her decision to say yes to God, as you heard in the gospel so beautifully proclaimed from Luke chapter 1, please take a look at it. Whereas Eve's mistrust, distrust of God caused her to not listen and Adam to not listen, which means disobey, to not listen, Mary's yes allowed her to trust in God and embrace his will for her and for us. And where Eve's choice brought death into the world, Mary's choice brought life into the world where Eve's decision to reject God caused all kind of tangle and knots into this creation. Mary's yes to the Lord unties those beautiful, uh, those knots in this world and in our lives and in our hearts and in our minds and in our relationships. That's why we celebrate the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Immaculate Conception, the dawn of our salvation, who not only was open and receptive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, but by her choice brought life, beauty, and redemption into this world. As our mother now, let her console us and hold us close like a mother only can. And through her help and encouragement, 
pray to her that we too may make better decisions so that we too can manifest Christ Jesus in our life so that we too, like Mary, can bring salvation into the world. We now profess our faith in question and answer format. If you'd like to stand, please do so at this time, and we're going to profess our faith. So please respond accordingly. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died, and was buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting? I do. This is our faith. This is the faith of the church, and we are proud to profess it in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Let the church say amen. amen. Please now be seated for the, for, oh no, I'm sorry, for the, now we're turn to our loving Father and ask him to hear our prayer by responding, Lord, hear our prayer. For the church, may God's grace help us to grow ever more faithful in our discipleship and loving in our everyday lives, we pray. For the protection and safeguarding of all life from conception until natural death, we pray. For those experience division within their families or communities, May the God of peace help them reconcile their differences. We pray. For the sick and the dying in this faith community, may the love of Christ bring them comfort and hope. We pray. For those who have died marked with the sign of faith, May they come to share in the fullness of Christ's glory. We pray. Today we remember all parishioners and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Dear God, our Father, we ask you to hear our prayer. For we ask you by the power of the Holy Spirit through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, our Mother, the Immaculate Conception, in the name of Jesus, Lord, forever and ever. Amen. Please now be seated for the preparation of the altar and the celebration of the Eucharist. As our gifts are gathered and prepared, we sing number 457, Sing of Mary, Pure and Lowly, number 457.
pray that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and good of all his holy church. Graciously accept the saving sacrifice which we offer you, O Lord, on the solemnity of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and grant that as we profess her on account of your prevenient grace to be untouched by any stain of sin, so through her intercession we may be delivered from all our faults through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For you preserve the most blessed Virgin Mary from all stain of original sin, so that in her, endowed with the rich fullness of your grace, you might prepare a worthy mother for your son and signify the beginning of the church, his beautiful bride without spot or wrinkle. She, the most pure virgin, was to bring forth a son, the innocent lamb, who would wipe away our offenses. You placed her above all others to be for your people an advocate of grace and a model of holiness. And so, in company with the choirs of angels gathered with us here and now, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. 
In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and David, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our sisters and brothers who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, and our Mother, the Queen of Peace, the Immaculate Conception, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now together joyfully dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. 
The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other some sign of Christ's peace. Peace, 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 brother. Peace, peace, peace. of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy, be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Let the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. For those unable to be with us physically, we now pray for them a prayer for spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. 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 For the distribution of Holy Communion, please come forward in two single file lines. Once our ministers and I disinfect our hands, we'll meet you two stations at the base of the steps, and I'll come halfway back at the break of the pews. Again, once we disinfect our hands, we'll be right there. Our communion hymn is number 889, Hail Mary, Gentle Woman, number 889.
A little bit of trivia for those who like the sacred scripture. Genesis chapter 3, the passage that we have proclaimed and broke open a bit, is known in our Catholic faith as the Proto-Evangelium. Proto-Evangelium. Proto means first, and Evangelium means gospel. So believe it or not, that is the first reference in the sacred scripture of the good news of Jesus Christ. Right after our sinfulness, God comes looking for us and offers us redemption. Recognizing in different words that yeah, they made bad, bad decisions. And there's some horrific consequences that we're dealing with. But God promised that he'd be in it with them and he'd save them from that. And that's what he's doing with us and for us right here and now. Praise God. Let us stand and pray. May the most blessed sacrament we have received, O Lord our God, heal in us the wounds of that fault from which in a singular way you preserved Blessed Mary in her immaculate conception. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. The Mass has ended. Thanks be to God. As we go forth, we sing number 879, Hail Holy Queen Enthroned Above, number 879. Spring through.